Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Yep, 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 there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. Woo! Mini episode, a goddamn motherfucking mini episode. That's a lot of cussing, but you know what? It's the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories, and we finally work to prove the theories that you, the listeners, have at home. It is 2022, you dumb sluts, so you better be coming with some new hot conspiracy theories for me to mill over, some some new fun shit that, that that's worth uh, unpacking, you know what I mean? The, the, this is a chance for us to, to be to be getting into the, the heat of things in, in 2022. Come with that new 2022 futuristic shit. I'm trying to hear, I'm tired of hearing about conspiracy, you know, conspiracies about COVID and, and uh, I believe the new one is Flurona. Fuck all that. Give me some futuristic shit. I want to know about uh, anal beads turning into robots. You know what I mean? Let's get weird on this motherfucker. I'm your host, Langston Kerman, and yeah, it's it's a new year, but I haven't changed. Not a, not a new me at all. I have made no progress <laughs> as far as the year or, or my personality is concerned. And with that, I'm excited to dig into a brand new, and I say brand new, but this message actually came to me quite a while ago, and I, I wasn't really quite sure how to approach it originally, but this is a message, a voicemail that came to me from a person named Hamda. I hope I'm saying that name right. It could be Hamda. I don't, I'm not uh, savvy in, in reading names correctly. Sometimes I fuck up, but I think it's it's Hamda or Hamda, but either way, 
this duh person, <laughs> duh person sent me a message and I want to uh, play it for you all now. Hello, Langston. I love the podcast and I'm just going to dive straight into my British. conspiracy, which is my mama told me good looking people cannot be funny. Uh -oh. There is a divine balance in this world whereby one simply cannot have it all. You can't be conventionally hot and have a sense of humor. It just throws mm. the scales off. You see, it, it can't work. And now, if a man is pee your pants funny, maybe he's like mm, medium ugly, like a little bit goofy. Um, maybe ugly. his teeth are crooked or the nose has a little, you know, deviation to it. The nostrils lean into the side. Maybe he's five foot six. Maybe he has a funky oh. hairline, whatever. But, you know, because he's got that sense of humor, few drinks in, beer goggles, he could be pretty fine. But he will never be People magazine cover sexiest man alive. And, and that's just that, you know? Anyway, I said all that to say this. After getting into the podcast, I actually Googled Langston because I wanted to put a face to the voice. Now, I don't know what this man looks like. And to my surprise, he was actually pretty hot, but suspiciously hot. I must say, which uh -oh. brings me to my new conspiracy. Langston Kerman has a ghostwriter. And Oof. I know there's a Drake OVO sweatshop situation happening behind the scenes. I, I just know it. Nobody can tell me otherwise. And my because goodness. like I said, no man is both fine and funny. God will simply not allow it. So yeah, that's my conspiracy. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you, Hamda, Hamda, for, for sending this message. And I, I would like to start off by saying that you're absolutely right. You know, you're absolutely right. You caught me. I do, in fact, have a ghostwriter for all of my jokes. And that ghostwriter is Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. That's right. I pray to him every single day. And he comes down, he comes down with clever setup punchlines about analingus. God is always working through me, and God is hilarious and disgusting. Thank you, sweet Jesus, for, for all that you do for me. <laughs> that said, I, I wanted to look up. Uh, I'm, I'm honored that you think that I am uh, suspiciously handsome. It, it means the world to me. Uh, please notify my wife, who has, has never once called me handsome ever. But that said, I, I wanted to look up the legitimacy of your claim. And as it turns out, this is odd because I've long maintained similar feelings. I thought that that only, uh, uh, you know, a certain type of uggo could really be the the top of the tops as far as the funny is concerned. But a, a study that I read and a few of the studies that I read, there's a fair amount of articles that actually argue the exact opposite. That's right. They are saying the opposite of what you're you're suggesting, the person. They're, they're saying a study at the University of Sterling in the UK, that's your people, you, you know, that's you, you're in the UK, actually suggests that more attractive people rate higher on the funniness scale than their mere average counterparts. That This is what your scientists are suggesting. Now, in the study, they had participants consume clips 
of undergrad students saying what two items they would bring with them to a desert island and why. Basically introducing this prompt, having them respond to these prompts. And uh, some of the responses obviously were, were funny or witty or whatever it was. And then the participants were asked to rate the funniness of the clip. And then later the person's attractiveness as both long and short-term partners. Long and short-term meaning would you be with them for life or would you just like to to bone moan and head on home? You know what I mean? That's a new phrase that I'm working on and hoping picks up this year is bone moan and head on home. That's just me. That's, that's something I'm working on. Anyway, the research found that handsome men rated higher on the funny scale just by virtue of being handsome. And they also found that attractive men were treated considerably funnier when they could see them versus when they were uh, just hearing them through an audio medium. Now, research found that while for both the sexes, attractiveness is a sign of genetic superiority, humor is instead less of a signal of survival, right? That like, Basically, to to put this in layman's terms, and I assume you're very layman, uh, Hamda, I I think you are the most layman. No, I'm joking. But I I do think that that essentially what they're saying is we look at attractive people as people who are who are sturdy, who are going to be able to survive genetically. They're going to be able to survive uh, longer because their genes are just set up better. Right. And that an uggo, you assume, also is going to be a little sickly or a little less equipped for survival. That said, while we all are seeking somebody who is attractive and seems to have the best quality genes in terms of humor, humor is instead a signal of sexual receptiveness. Okay, especially to a short lived encounter. Right. So they're saying like, look, hey. For jeans, I look at the face. But if I think somebody's going to be down to clown, then I, I got to see how funny they are. If they're going to be down to, to bone, moan, and head on home, I got to see if they have a sense of humor. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't try distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Now, the problem for me with this study is that, and, and listen, this, I think it's, it's a nice suggestion that maybe attractive people can also be funny. I don't know that I'm, I'm fully buying it. And, and part of the reason I'm not buying it, part of the reason I, I, I tend to get a little skeptical about this here study is that the study is using undergrad students as the control for what is and isn't funny. That's a problem for me. Undergrads are basically old ass high school students. And as a person who once taught high school, I can tell you with absolute certainty that young people in general are not funny at all. They're not in the least bit humorous. They've never made me laugh. There's nothing they say or do that should make people laugh. And they certainly shouldn't be the measure of what we find funny in the world. And anybody who is measuring it that way is a fool. If you are in a room of a bunch of unfunny young people, then you are naturally still going to think that someone in that group is funnier than someone else. So it stops being what is funny, but rather what is funniest right now or what is funny given these circumstances, right? And that doesn't make them actually funny. It just makes them closer to the standard of funny than their counterparts. Similarly, horny always trumps funny. So the fact that you're laughing at these jokes does not make them better jokes. It just makes you think you might hit and therefore I'll laugh at the jokes for the 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 possibility of sucking on them sweet old titties or mouthing on that penis. You know, mouth you got to mouth that penis is is another phrase that I'm working on this year. You got to mouth that penis, young lady. I don't I I got to get out of the house and these variants are not helping it. Anyway, as a reasonably attractive person myself, I, I'm all for supporting my community, right? I don't want to feel like a like a handsome coon here. I support the handsome community. However, I'd be lying if I said that I don't think uggos aren't just naturally way funnier than us. I do. I think the uglies, the uglies got it, man. Them motherfuckers just be funny with their weird eyes and their their pouches, you know, <laughs> their kangaroo pouch bodies. Oh, the motherfuckers are funny. I work hard every day, and this is important to keep up with some of these ghoulish men with their slump noses and, and goiters. You know what I mean? I take great pride in the fact that I, I'm funny. And because I could easily just do light skin squinting at the camera and get similar amounts of attention online. I work hard to be funny and I don't want to belittle that by just saying that uh, handsome people can easily uh, out funny the uggos. I think that the uggos actually have it. That said, the premise does bring up the question of the ways that our beauty standards are determined. And even more important, who is allowed on television to set the standards of what is beautiful and what is funny? Now, there's no way, if you ask me, 
And I'm not a fan of the show. I I have to have brought this up a few times. There's no way the cast of Friends is the six funniest actors that they could find at the time, right? It's not possible. You're not going to fucking convince me otherwise that Matt LeBlanc was the funniest motherfucker to exist. But they were the six most attractive people with some comedic timing of that era. And so they became the standard for what's funny. We hear so much about white beauty standards, but not dissimilar. We are also constantly bombarded with white standards of comedy on television, which then influences who and what we are trained to find attractive in completely different ways, right? That this isn't just attractive in the genetic sense, but attractive in the short-term consensual sense, willingness sense. So it is it is a full spectrum of attractiveness being shaped by the white devil. And my point is that until we reform beauty and comedy standards, we're all going to be stuck pretending like a bunch of puffy fates whites are the funniest people on the planet. That is my big takeaway from this premise. And and I don't know, Hamda, Hamda, the person, if if this fully answers the, the question of whether or not Uggos or the gorgos are, uh, <laughs> are are which one's funnier i but i do think we got to change the way that we we talk about beauty and funny if we're ever going to fully figure this thing out so that's that's where i live in this bad boy that's what i got okay if you want to send me your conspiracy theories about the way that I look and how I potentially might also be running a big ruse on my listeners every week, please send those conspiracy theories to mymamapod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And please follow me at Langston Kerman. And, and that's about it. You could like, you could subscribe to the podcast, you could write reviews. We finally hit that 1000 mark. And so I'm at peace. I'm resting like Thanos. My hands all burnt up, uh, but that's unrelated. I, I was jerking off in front of a stove. Huh? No ghostwriter could have written that. I, I thought of that all by myself, right? That's a pretty fun joke. The idea of a man just jerking off in front of a stove and his hands getting hot, but but he's got to finish beating that meat. <laughs> Gotta finish beating that meat. I should name the episode Gotta Finish Beating That Meat, but nobody would know what this is about. Anyway, okay, we did it. Bye, bitch. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. 
Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.